Welcome to the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Together, we will make America great again. Skater. Skater. Hey, 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 hey! What up, bangers? Welcome to the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. Welcome to another episode of The Plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. I'm your host, Bushy. With me as always, my co-host, Mountain Man. How you doing? Skitter pal, meow meow. Brother, I cannot complain. What about you? All things considered, man. I am, I'm doing okay. We're uh, we're going to get into that in a little bit, though. Uh, I got a question, man. That new intro, which is basically our newer intro... But I squeeze a couple other things in. What do you think? Brother, I thought that was killer, especially with the with the talking from the little movie segment, everything. Brother, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> that's fun stuff. Uh the uh the intro I actually stole from an upchurch video. Uh then of course I got JFK in there, I got Trump in there. You know that's just gonna piss people off. Oh, if if we didn't piss people off, then we wouldn't be doing podcasts. So, yeah. <laughs> welcome to the plug. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> the Trump thing's just kind of funny because uh, <clears throat> I I love that motto, you know, "Make America Great Again." That's taken from his inaugural speech, um, and uh, you know, we're moving into episode forty-five. It's funny, we've been on over a year, still don't have a year's worth of shows, but that is okay. We'll get there. Got a lot going on with life. Um, but before we get into how was your week, uh, I'd like to do something we've uh, never done here before. Um, and yeah, I'm going to go ahead and milk, uh, admit it. I'm guilty of ripping off uh, this idea from another podcast, a much higher quality podcast, <laughs> I have to add. Uh, about, man, we do have some five-star reviews on iTunes. and uh, uh-huh. even, I know, right? And, and we even got one on our Facebook like page. Did you see that? Yes. Uh, well, well, no, wait a minute. No, I didn't. Yeah, really? this was on our Facebook like page, not the group page. And I kind of wanted to read uh, read them on air. But even before that, let's just go ahead and get into some music, man. Let's kick this thing off. Uh, what do you want to hear, brother? I'm going to have to run with Diamond Rio, Meet in the Middle. All right, outstanding. And here we're going to do something a little different as well, because directly after that, you're going to hear Blood Feast, I-N-R-I. <laughs> It was 700 fence posts 
from your place to house. Neither one of us was old enough to drive a car. Sometimes it was raining, sometimes it would shine. We wore out that gravel road between your house and mine. I'd start walking your way, you'd start walking mine.
right, man. Let's get into these reviews. Uh, the first one is that one I was telling you about. It comes from our Facebook page. Uh, this comes from Mark Brown. Gave us a five-star review. Uh, he says, this is great entertainment. Everything I expected and more. If you've had more than your fill of KISS and True Crime podcasts, check these guys out. And if you haven't, check out the show anyway. <laughs> now, Mark Brown, is that someone you're familiar with? Uh, no, yeah. I am not. Me neither, which just makes it that much better. In fact, after I saw this review, I did friend request him. So, uh, Mark, thanks for the review. We appreciate it. Skitter Pound Meow Meow, yes. Thank you very much, my God. Absolutely. Uh, and then we do have a few iTunes reviews. I, You know, I always forget to check iTunes. Right now, Creaker is still uh, charting as one of our most popular episodes, the Creaker Review, so that's pretty badass. Sweet. All right. Uh, this one comes from May 2nd, 2018, so this is pretty recent. Uh, crazy and ball-busting, literal and hysterical. Five-star review. And it says, and, and this is by Bushy and the Mountain Man Rule. I don't have any idea who that is. Uh, came across this show searching for funny shows. Bushy and the Mountain Man have a great chemistry with all that they talk about, either music or anything. This is an hysterical male version of the view, as they call it. What I love most is you both prepare, but you both stay true to yourself and want to make people laugh definitely quirky but it works 100 percent. keep it up that's the one i told you about that i just saw that one day yeah that i still i still this day cannot figure out who that is yeah i've got no idea but uh hey bushy and the mountain man rule we definitely appreciate that five-star review and uh, yeah we are quirky but we're glad that you dig what we're doing yes for sure thank you very much oh yeah and then this one comes from february 1st of this year just says, great podcast, another five-star review. And this is plain and simple. We know who this is. It says, by Black Sabbath Rules. It says, yeah. <laughs> it says five stars. I love Bushy and the Mountain Man. Keep up the good work, Dr. F. So that's the great Ralph Vieira, Dr. Fuck, giving us a five-star review. Of course, of course. Thank you very much, sir. Oh, yeah, because God knows we are pod scum compared to that Yeah. great podcast, Rock and Metal, yeah. Uh, the next one comes from Ultimate Lee, and I can only assume that this is Lee Gersman. Uh, from November 19th of just this past year, 2017, it's five-star review, excellent podcast. And as is typical with Lee, this is a little lengthy. <laughs> yes. This is an awesome, fun, and witty podcast. These guys have a great knack for bringing their homespun, back-of-the-woods personalities to all sorts of different topics, from music to politics, to just shooting the you-know-what. If you like to drink alcohol and feel lonely because you don't have a drinking buddy, these guys are the closest you can get while it's still <laughs> remaining a show and not having them visit you personally. <laughs> you could listen to them while you're drunk or sober, and it's still all good, brother. Which episode should you start with? I suggest you just close your eyes, pick one at random, and begin there. You'll want to hear the rest afterwards. <laughs> that Lee through and through that's, that's awesome thank you Lee absolutely we appreciate that buddy this one comes from Mark Taylor over there at Freeform Rock Podcast and uh, I, I gotta say that Mark seems to be working almost exclusively with Lee Gersman now I know right. Lee Gersman does have his own podcast called the Lee Gersman Show um, 
He doesn't release a lot of episodes, uh, but what they do, they're always entertaining. Um, Freeform is strictly a music review show. And uh, this is, again, a five-star review from September 5th, 2017, Informative and Funny. Killer show that has chemistry. Check it out. They discuss everything from music to anything they can think of. And uh, we certainly appreciate that, Mr. Taylor. That's, yes. Thank that's all I got. We, I'd love to see a negative review. I, I'd love to hear what somebody negative has got to say about it. I, uh, that's awesome. We've got five stars. I'm tickled there. That's that's awesome. We we've got that higher review so far from guests and friends, and apparently a couple of people we don't know, but that actually like the show. Just, exactly, but start shooting us negative reviews. That way we can knock on you and tell you how we think you're wrong. And even though we could be wrong ourselves, we really don't give a shit. Absolutely, absolutely. But still give us a five star. I mean, it could be negative, but leave us five stars. Don't be fucking with us numbers like that. We hardly have numbers. <laughs> Jesus. And uh, I, I would like to, you know, back up Mountain Man here and say uh, we want to thank everyone that took the time to leave us a review. Uh, please keep them coming. Mountain Man wants negative. I'd, I'd rather you didn't. Yeah, pull up your big girl panties now, Bushy. Come on now. You know if you got a negative review of somebody full of shit, you'd have fun ripping that apart. I may, unless they were absolutely right, and then I would just sit here and cry in the fetal position. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I am uh, a quarter of the way through a 24-ounce beer. Um, So I got a ways to go. I got one sitting here and then two 16-ouncers on the floor next to me. About man. How yes, was, sir. How was your week? How was my week? Well, let's see. Very interesting, to a point, to say the least. Uh, a lot of rain. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot of rain. Like flash flood warning rain Damn. up here in the mountains. By the way, sending thoughts and prayers to people down off the mountain that is getting royally flooded, for sure, to everybody down there. Our thoughts and everything's with you all. Uh, yeah, work's been a little hectic. Uh, I know my captain, uh, my boss man, um, uh, Pickerhead, that's, that's, that's his nickname, listens to our show, so I hope he catches this part. Uh, as much as he's been making me work lately, uh, thank you, brother. I appreciate the hours, but damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, pretty much we had, uh, somebody end up quitting. So Mountain Man is getting ready to probably have to go to seven days a week. Good Lord. Because uh, Boss Man's getting ready to go set up another place. Uh, so that's just going to leave myself and Sarge to hold down the fort where we're at up here in the mountains. Which is no big deal. It's not really that bad of a job. Uh, but probably before the next oh, month or so is over, Mountain Man might be burned out of being a security officer. It's a very big possibility. <laughs> well, I could imagine if you're not getting any time off. It seems to me they'd have to give you a day off eventually just to keep from burning out. True, true. If, if we can find help, which anybody that is listening to the show, we're hiring. Ding, 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 ding. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Other than that, little man, had a little uh, mountain baby, little DJ, 
has been having a little problem. Me and Jessica's been trying to wreck our brains to figure out. Uh, we found out uh, a little while back that little man started biting at daycare. Uh-oh. Yeah. But here's the confusing part. He doesn't bite at home. He doesn't insinuate he's going to fight. He doesn't try. He doesn't hint. He doesn't get mad at home. We can't figure it out. Huh. Just for some strange off-the-wall reason at daycare, he'll bite the youngins there. That's Not a clue why. Yeah, that's absolutely insane. Um, and I don't have a good answer for you. I have a good 1970s answer for you. Mm-hmm. Um, because apparently when I was in the one to three-year-old range, which is 75 to 78, um, apparently I bit. And my mom took my arm and bit the fire out of me to the point where good teeth indent and blood rose to the surface. Did not break skin. Right. But definitely rose to the surface. And uh, apparently it worked. (laughs) Because uh, she told me uh, that I never bit again. That's a touche. Well, that's that's the same way me and Jessica's kind of thing. Because uh, Milton Lady, Miss Jessica over here, was the same way whenever she was little. She bit. Her cousin ended up biting her back whenever she was little. And she never bit again. So... The, the only thing that's confused us uh, at first when we started thinking about this, we was like, okay, maybe he's being kicked on or bullied. Uh, they started watching, no, he's he's a loner. He, he doesn't play a lot with the other kids. He likes staying to himself, which is uh, an only child baby, of course, that's kind of expected. Right. They can't talk. They can't express their feelings fully. So we started looking more into it, and basically, if he wants something and he can't get his way, he starts biting them. Oh, you shit. We, the only thing we can think is, oh, at home, he's not brave enough to bite Mommy and Daddy, or Oogie, which is Granny C, or uh, Granny E over here, because we'll pick him right up and bust his ass. Right. It's just simple. Uh, but luckily past couple of times he's he's settled down they said he didn't bite uh, the last two days he was at daycare so a little bit of a scare a little bit of a conundrum of trying to figure out what was going on there uh let's see uh me and mountain lady actually this weekend i know we're recording what is today holy crap saturday <laughs> saturday uh, the 19th yes uh we've been sitting here at home in between rainstorms, doing work outside, try since it's uh, st- kind of started becoming summer up here in the mountains. Hell, we just had snow last month, so yeah, right. go figure. Uh, what well, he had to mow, uh, uh, kind of straighten up the yard a little bit, and we both sat down on the couch. I almost fell asleep, took a nap, and we was both sitting there like, okay, something's really wrong here. We couldn't figure out exactly what it was. Mom was sitting. Granny C sitting over here by herself playing on her iPad. Jessica's sitting in her spot. I'm sitting in mine. We can't figure out why it's so quiet. And it dawned on us. Oh, yeah, DJ's not here. He's at uh, Granny uh, Verna's and Ma Paul Clark's <laughs> for the weekend. So, needless to say, being a parent for over a year, you expect stuff to be loud. It's hard to sit here and adjust to total silence. It's, it's lovely, don't get me wrong. It is beautiful, but hard to adjust. 
I definitely hear you there. This is Lady's Weekend Gone uh, to visit with her brother or sister and her grandmother. And it, it drives me absolutely insane. Um, off mic earlier, we were talking, and uh, like I said, that's all I did today was watch freaking movies and all superhero shit. Captain America, Civil War. I got through the first two Iron Man movies. It was almost done with the third before you got a hold of me to say you were ready to go ahead and do this. So uh, I feel you. I go crazy when Lady's gone. But, you know, when she's home, she can get on my nerves, too. So that's just called being a parent. Exactly. Exactly. For sure. Other than that, it's been, it's been a pretty interesting week. Next week, us recording is going to be really interesting. It might be one of them... Uh, like our year episode, me wanting to whip in cities past because we don't realize we have fucking jobs. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my week uh, um, uh, overall's been okay. A little hectic, but not too too shabby. Too shabby. Well, Bushy, what about you, brother? How was your My week. Uh, first of all, I'm going to apologize if I get emotional at all while I'm explaining my week. Um, second of all, I want to preface this by saying it's the most terrifying experience I've ever had in my entire life. Um, the week was going okay. All right. Uh, I, I went to work. I guess it wouldn't be this Wednesday, and I'll get into that. Uh, last Wednesday. You know, did my little half day. Um... Went to work Thursday. Everything was fine. I get home Thursday night. Me and Lady are kind of hanging out. Man, I made some uh, chicken, uh, some baked chicken breasts uh, for us. And uh, I grabbed a can of cream of mushroom soup. Uh, it was out of date. I didn't notice that at first. The reason I say that is because of the events that happened later that evening. Uh, we had dinner around 7 o'clock. You know, 7 o'clock or, mm. or so. Lady goes to bed for school around 9.30 or 10 o'clock. Around 10.30, I start just puking my guts out. Uh, I can't stop. I mean, I literally, I can't stop. And I can feel myself dry. I'm very, very dry, but I'm just water, water, water. Just puking, puking, puking. Uh, this goes on for a good 45 minutes. And... Uh, Lady and I are now living in a one-bedroom apartment. She has the bedroom, okay? I sleep in the living room. Um, I come out of the bathroom. I'm going to the kitchen to get water. Uh, so I grab a bottle of water. And as I'm coming back out, the world starts closing in on me. And I can feel myself. I'm going down. So I lower myself to the floor, and I start hollering. Because at this point, I'm scared. Uh, I still can't stop puking. So I'm crawling into the bathroom to throw up into the toilet because the only bucket I have is full of bags, you know, grocery bags and such, the plastic kinds, so that when we walk the dog, we can pick a shit up. Right. I start hollering to Lady, but I don't realize I'm hollering to her. All I'm doing is screaming, something's not right, something's not right, something's not right. She gets up. Now, I got to say, I am very, very proud of this child. Nevaeh, uh, for those of you that might be tuning in for the first time, Nevaeh is a 12-year-old little girl. And she has never had to deal with anything like this. Okay? I cannot get off the floor. I just holler, oh, thank God you're up. Get the bucket, get the bucket, get the bucket. 
So she goes, she brings it to me, and again, I'm empty of my guts. You know, I, I, I cannot stop. And then I tell her, grab my phone. I said, we have got to call 911. And then, right. I, and then I was like, wait, call Glenn. Now, Glenn is my supervisor. So I get on the horn with Glenn. Now, if you remember from the last episode, I'd already missed work because of my tooth. Right. So I'm calling Glenn from the floor, hollering. I'm going to the hospital. I'm calling the ambulance. Don't fire me. Don't fire me. Don't fire me. Because I know I've missed too much time. Hang up with him. Now, he assures me we'll get it worked out. I hang up with him and tell Nevaeh, call 911. And again, this little girl remains completely calm. She calls 911. She tells her, at this point, I think I have food poisoning, okay? She tells them that I will not stop throwing up, that I cannot get off the floor. Tells them where we are. Couldn't have been five minutes or so they show up. I'm still on the floor. They try to get me up. And I, I, no, don't move me. Don't move me. I cannot walk down the stairs. Don't move me. I'm, I'm, I'm freaking out. Nevaeh, still calm. They have to call in, um, I want to say the fire department, because whoever it was, they had a gurney, but you can't get a gurney up here. They had to get one of the chair kinds, and the fire department has one of those. Right. So they show up. They have to physically pick me up off the floor and set me into saying to lock me, and I've got to keep my eyes closed. I'm still throwing up into the bucket. We set the bucket down. I tell Nevaeh, grab the keys, grab my phone. You're coming with me. Again, completely calm, does what she's told, locks the door, shuts off the lights, and off to the emergency room we go by ambulance. I think we were at the emergency room. They sent her home around 5 o'clock in the morning, which pissed me off. But at that point, they knew they were admitting me because I still hadn't stopped throwing up. At this point, I'm completely dehydrated, but they will not give me anything to drink. My mouth is so dry so dry um you ever been on say like a three-day bender where you're just getting hammered and you wake up you know, after that last day and your head's pounding and you can hardly open your mouth cut mouth yes bad bad they will not give me anything to drink they make me send my daughter home there's nobody here i send her home they admit me to the medical surge unit, which is typical for something like this. At this point, I'm freaking out because my daughter's not with me. I didn't want her to leave. I did get a text from her later saying she can't go to school. She's worried sick about me. She's calling her grandmother. She's going to hang with her. And I, I, I'm so out of it at that point. I'm just like, okay, whatever. That's at right. some point, I vaguely remember a doctor talking to me. And then nothing. And I kind of come out of it. And when I come out of it, I see 15 people around me. My vitals started crashing. My blood pressure bottomed out. My heart rate bottomed out. I was turning cyanotic, uh, which is blue. I was turning blue. My O2 sats were at like 40%, 30%, somewhere in there. So at this point, they're calling a crash team. When I see all these people, I have, a, I have a combined experience of 14 years in the healthcare field between my time in service as a combat medic and my time as a CNA and a nurse. 
Right. When I realize all these people are around me, I start freaking and I start screaming. Am I crashing? Am I crashing? Am I crashing? I thought I was dying. And uh, the doctor was, sir, or no, they call me by name. Nathan, you have got to calm down. That is why we are here to prevent this. Next thing you know, I've got two different IVs in, one in my right hand and one in my left uh, AC and a cubicle up in the elbow, in the crock of the elbow. And right. fluids and antibiotics are flowing through me. And mind you, I'm still throwing up. They moved me from med surge to PCU. Now, the next step is ICU. I think had I actually, for lack of a better term, died, they would have moved me to ICU. For this, they moved me to the PCU. And this is where I start to get really groggy about everything. Uh, they kept asking me about my alcohol intake. And I kept telling them, yeah, I drink a lot. They, they said, no, you're not understanding me. Because, you know, they're still pumping these things through me. They said, when's the last time you had a drink? I said, I don't know, Monday or Tuesday. Bam, they start hitting me with something else. Apparently, I was exhibiting the same symptoms as somebody going through alcohol withdrawal, which is a scary, scary uh, concept in its own right, which means I have some lifestyle changes I have to make. But um, they start treating me for that. Now, the worst part is I'm in the PCU. I've got all these goddamn IVs and shit in me. They're waking me up every four to six hours to pump pills into me. Um. Then I start losing control of my bowels. Now, when I say this, I say it in the most humble, embarrassed way that I can possibly say this. Ah, uh, because I couldn't get out of my hospital bed. It didn't have the one rail. It had the two, but I couldn't lift my leg over it. At this point, I'm still in my shorts in my underwear, okay? Mm -hmm. And I lose control. And I start screaming. I've hit the call light. I just holler it in the PCU. Help, help, help. Oh, God, help, help, help. Because at this point, I'm mortified because I'm shitting myself, and I cannot stop. I cannot stop. Two aides run in, and I'm like, good God, get me out of here. Get me to the bathroom. Get me to the bathroom. Because I'm only 43 years old. I'm not so old that I shouldn't have control of myself. One of the aides finally had to yell at me to calm down, at which point, I guess I did. And they proceed to clean me. Again, mortifying. And they put me in the adult diaper thing. Again, mortifying. And they go ahead and start administering this other drug to me to try to stop that. Because I'm still, Mountain Man, I am still vomiting every 10 to 15 minutes. We found out I had gastroenteritis. I was extremely dehydrated, which makes sense from all the vomiting and shitting I was doing. And my right. kidney function was down to 70%. My kidneys weren't functioning properly. This was all Friday during the day. Um, Saturday, I started to get to where I wasn't puking as much. And they were giving me a, a strict liquid diet, which means jello, fucking soda, uh, soup, broth. Uh, I right. still wasn't allowed to eat anything, but at least I was allowed to get the dry out of my mouth. By Sunday, I was actually able to take in food. I couldn't eat a lot because I hadn't eaten since Thursday evening when the lady and I had supper. Um, 
They ended up releasing me, finally, with medications uh, that I'm still taking now. Um, one of them I'm not allowed to drink on, so because I knew we were going to be doing this show, I actually stopped taking it yesterday so that I could go ahead and have some beers while we're doing this, and then tomorrow I'll go back to the pills, because it's supposed to, I'm not going to say it's supposed to, what it does is it makes alcohol nasty. Right. Because um, I tried drinking a beer when I first got home, and I couldn't do it. And that's just a regular old 16-ounce beer like I would any other day. Couldn't do it. It was just gross. But I also could not smoke cigarettes. Not a bad thing, but you. Now we get to Tuesday. Wednesday at work, we had to be in at 11 o'clock because our 401k was getting switched. So we had to be at 11 for an hour-long mandatory meeting. Tuesday, right. I get a phone call from my human resources manager asking if I can come in today or early the following day, which would have been Wednesday. He had to talk to me. And I said, I hope you don't have to talk to me because you're firing me. Well, we had that conversation right there on the phone. And, uh, yeah, on top of vitals crashing, uh, so near death, if you ask me, uh, scaring the living shit out of my daughter and scaring the living shit out of myself, I also got fired because, as a fucking supervisor, they had an example to set. And because I had gone over my allotted amount of days missed, didn't matter to them that I had doctor's note. Didn't matter to them that I was hospitalized for almost four days. I no longer have a job. That, my friend, is how my week was. Lord have mercy. Yeah, it's uh, it's upsetting. Um, I'm dealing with it better now. I, I will say, my, my dad ended up pissing me off. Now, family, I know they try to help, okay? Right. So my sisters immediately, you know, go down there and apply for, you know, DSS. I, I have a problem with that. I know I'm probably going to have to do that shit, but I have a problem with it. You know, I had worked way too hard to get where I was. And even right. Nevaeh knows, because I, I told her when she got home from school that Tuesday what had happened and told her what I had to do, and she says... Oh, God, Daddy, you hate that. And I'm in tears. I'm just crying because, yes, that means I want to go down to that place and beg for assistance. And as a man, I'm going to have to beg for it. If I was a woman squirting out a goddamn baby every nine months, they'd throw it at me. But I'm going to have to go beg for the help. All right. Now, my sister's on me to go do that. My dad's on me. Well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Motherfucker, I just got fired. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, then he starts posting these things on my Facebook page. Now, I didn't delete them because I want people to see, you know, when somebody's doing an asshole thing that they think's a joke, I want people to see it. I didn't comment on it. Uh, the only comment I, I made, I'll explain here in a minute. He posted this one picture of this dude in the hospital. He's got like, a, well, he's not really in the hospital, but he's got like white earbuds in his nose to look like a nasal cannula. And uh, like an eye, like a, I think it's actually the uh, the other end, you know, the cord taped to his arm like an IV. And it says when you've got a, you know, when you're trying to, you know, prove to your boss you're in a hospital. That pissed me to fuck off. And then shortly after that, he puts one up. There's a branch in the driveway and it says, 
Yeah, boss, I can't come in today. Tree block on my driveway. Now, I know he was trying to make a joke. Son of a bitch. I just got shit canned from a job I've had for the last five years that I busted my ass and moved up in in less than two. It's not the time to make said joke. Um, Now, this Friday, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, uh... I made a post about, uh, yeah, it was last night, because I, I decided to go ahead and drink last night, too. I think the post said something like, well, better uh, metal and beer. Why? Why the fuck not? My dad posts on there, how'd the job search go today? At which point, I'm like, uh, the same as it is every day, you know. I got fired three days ago, you know. One of the guys from work okay. put, a, put a GIF up. Uh, of someone just kind of going, you know, like, ooh, bad timing. And I said, yeah, you know, the problem is sometimes it's family that'll fucking hurt your feelings the most. But that's that's pretty much what's been going on. Um, I will say I'm feeling better. Um, Mountain Man saw me on camera before we started recording. I obviously lost a lot of weight in those few days. Um, I feel like my skin is pulled over my skull, even though my appetite is back finally. I've been able to eat. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get back to where I was. I'm trying to find work. I did file for unemployment. We'll see what happens. It's not what I was making, but it's not as bad as it could be. It's like $120 less a week. I just hope these assholes don't fucking deny my unemployment because that'll bury me. You've already buried me by firing me. If you deny my unemployment, I mean, I'll go to court and fight it. Uh, I'm a hundred. I, I bat a thousand when I go to court to fight, you know, the denial of unemployment. Because I've been researching. When I was admitted, they should have put me on intermittent um, FMLA, you know, to cover the time that I was away. That's something they should have done. Right. Uh, and the very fact that I was hospitalized, it's not like I was just called in because you know I wanted a party. So I'm pretty sure that if they denied me, I could still get it. But that's that's where we stand. Right now, I do want to say uh, to a little lady um, that doesn't listen to this show, but I want to thank her so, so much, so much. I am so, so extremely proud of her. Um, The poise with which she held herself that night, to me, is just unheard of at a 12-year-old little girl where she sees her daddy on the floor and doesn't know if he's going to make it or not. Um... I know she was terrified on the inside. Outwardly, she, uh... Outwardly, she was very strong. She was very composed. And, uh, I just I just want to say, lady, I love you. Thank you so much. You may have saved Daddy's life that night. And I, um, I really, I really appreciate you. Uh... I know that after I got home out of the hospital, I gave her a big old hug, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for being so emotional here. But I did, uh, Jesus, I did tell her that she has all the makings to make a, a, a great nurse because of how composed she was under fire, so to speak. But! Well, brother, don't apologize at all. Uh, Just definitely don't apologize for anything like that. Uh, well, I, I, I certainly appreciate it. Um, after all that sad shit, we're going to go ahead 
and uh, get back into some music. Um, I'm going to start off with some NWA straight out of Compton. And what are you going to listen to, Mountain Man? I'm going to listen to the newest version of Zombies by Black Wolves. Black Wolves, Zombies. Okay. Boy, we are all over the place today. So NWA and Black Wolves. Here you go. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Bye. 
Alright, well, I'll I tell you what, the music break was good so I could recompose myself, so thank God we started doing that on this show. <laughs> right. Oh man, we are on episode 45. Yes, sir. And we were talking summertime. Man, it's summer movie season. And uh, Yes, sir. We thought, hell, let's, let's talk about five movies uh, that we're most excited about uh, this year. Um, I, I think that's a that's a that's a pretty good idea. Uh, God knows there's a lot coming out. Um, as I was looking at the list of shit coming out, I want to say that there's a lot of uh, that shit. But that's all subjective because people's tastes are obviously different. Um, so I can't wait to hear what you're stoked for. To make it interesting, let's go from like number five to number one. The thing that you're Excited to see all the way up to the thing that I cannot wait to see this shit. What do you think of that? That sounds fantastic. Uh, If you're going to run with me first, uh, my first movie uh, actually has already been out. But I'm not exactly a movie theater buff. Never have been, never will. Okay. I I like to wait till they come out on video and you can get the uncensored version compared to theatrical. So... I'm going to start with this movie that came out uh, April 6, 2018. The director was John uh, Kerensky. Sorry, excuse me. The stories by Scott Beck and Brian Woods, A Quiet Place. All right. Um, I think I may have seen this preview. Uh, you're going to have to explain. And, and I'm going to give you props right ahead of time you got fucking directors and producers and shit fuck off dude i got movie titles and i'm gonna wing it from there (laughs) 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 quiet place what's this one about well for the uh, for the reviews that i've been seeing um basically the review that kind of caught my attention there's this family inside a basket basically a boarded up home these two kids are playing very quietly, I think it's Monopoly. And just because a piece of the Monopoly game falls on the board and makes a sound, everybody in the house stops. And all of a sudden it starts showing all these clips and stuff of something in the dark chasing everybody. Oh, shit. If you make a noise. Oh, shit. Oh, so it's right up your alley then. This is uh, another horror movie of sorts. Oh, you are definitely correct. Okay, horror, suspense, outstanding. Uh, that came out in April, you said. Um, it's funny you say that because I do have one film on here that actually dropped yesterday. Uh, but I made my, uh, I, I, I made my notes like four or five days ago. Um, right, I think me and you both have that same one. I, you're probably <laughs> right. Um, I did not include a movie on here on purpose because it's already passed. I, I've avoided the spoilers, but that's Avengers Infinity War. I ridiculous want to see this movie. I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, but it did not make my list because it was so early in the season. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, had, had had it come out a little later, that would be my number one. But it's definitely not my number one. My number five is actually, it's going to be a shocker for you, sir, is actually kind of a horror movie itself. Um, really? yeah, I, I want to say it's a souped up retelling of Jaws. Um, that's the Meg it comes out August 10th. 
Um, this is about, I, I want to say it's called, it was called a megalodon or something like that. Really, right. really big fucking shark. Prehistoric shark. So it's basically a prehistoric shark movie set in modern times. Um, I remember seeing Jaws, and it scared the hell out of me. Yeah. Uh, mainly because at that time, if we weren't in Germany, we were down south. We were, you know, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. You know, we always traveled to Florida for our family reunions on my mom's side. Uh, so I was always in the ocean. So Jaws scared me. <laughs> Surely. No, I'm not scared of sharks anymore, but this looks like a cool, cool story. I think it's going to be way better than that stupid 47 meters down, because that movie did nothing for me. I like the whole prehistoric aspect. So, uh, yeah, the Meg is the one that I'm looking forward to. And my number five. Um, a lot of sequels coming out this year. A lot of sequels. Right. Uh, and my fourth most anticipated film is a sequel that I have been waiting on for years. I don't remember when the original came out. I can tell you it was one of my favorite, if not my favorite, of the Disney Pixar films. Uh, it comes out June 15th. That's The Incredibles 2. I have been wanting a sequel to that movie since I saw the original. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I loved the little, uh, well, I can't say midget. That's not right. The, the dwarf, the lady with dwarfism that created the super, uh, the supers uh, uh, costumes. Um, I love the fact that it was a whole family of supers. I love the fact that it was a kid that got pushed away, that developed his own tools and shit, kind of like a, like a Spider-Man without the spider sense, you know, developed his own stuff. You know, so that he can make everybody super. Because what was that he said? When everybody's super, no one is. I loved that right. whole movie. I've been dying to see this. The twist in this sequel seems to be that the dad. And it's been so long that I can't remember the names. All I remember is the little boy Dash because he has like super speed. But apparently, the dad is staying home with the three children, and the mom is the one that's going out there fighting crime. Cannot wait. So stoked to see this movie. What's your number four? Uh, since we're both WWE fans, uh, after looking at my notes, this movie already released as well, April 6, 2018. Uh, but on the fact of us being WWE fans, just on the concept of John Cena having to butt-chug a beer automatically comedic gold. So I'm going to have to run with... Uh... <laughs> hey, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I obviously didn't see this preview, but chug a beer. Yes, Explain. Chug a beer. Explain, sir. Uh, they basically get a uh, beer bong, shove it up your butt, and fill it full of beer, and you try to chug it through your buttholes. Good God. Uh, yeah. And it's John Cena out of everybody doing this. So just imagine the comedic gold that's going to come from that. That's hilarious. Uh, the, the director, uh, Kay Cannon, uh, the screenplay was written by Brian uh, Chio and Kim Chio. Uh, the producers, of course, Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, and John Thor. Well, that makes a little more uh, sense. Yeah, just a little bit more. But cock blockers 
basically the movie is only titled Blockers, but it's got the big uh, uh, rooster oh, right up above it. This is the one where I saw the preview where Cena's like chewing the shit out of those thongs only to find out they're his daughters. Yes. Oh, God. That was exactly. Oh, yes. The, the pre- yes, yes, yes. Uh, basically, the story of it is three seniors uh, make a pact to lose their virginity at prom night, and their overprotective parents flip out when they find out their uh, kids' plan, and they join forces to try to stop them from doing so. How John Cena got conned into that, I'll never know, but <laughs> this is going to be a freaking awesome movie. Oh, so this is going to be completely inappropriate. <laughs> um, and, and I, I, dude, that cracks me up because uh, did the Marine have an R rating or no? And I don't mean that shit with the Miz. I mean the one with Cena. I cannot remember. Uh, but there was nothing inappropriate in it. In fact, the only film I've ever seen from WWE that I could say inappropriate was that movie with Kane, because it was a horror movie, and it wasn't really inappropriate, but there was definitely a strong gore factor. Right. I'm actually impressed uh, by this whole concept of them moving a little further into the realm of filmmaking you know, bring in some adult content, because God knows that WWE doesn't have much of that anymore. Right. Wow, that's a <laughs> butt-chugging a beer. Yeah, you're right. For If for no other reason than that, him chewing on his daughter's dog just to have his wife tell him it's his daughter's dog. <laughs> exactly. I'll have to see that exactly. son bitch, too. Right. Oh, Lordy. God, that's funny. Number three. What's your number three most anticipated film? Well, this one, release date is June 8th, 2018, director Gary Ross, and it's actually a part of a film series. Okay. Um, How big of a fan are you of the Ocean movies? Loved the first one, tolerated the second one, didn't even bother watching the third one. Okay, well, this one, Ocean's 8, which I am anticipating, let me explain to you a little bit of the cast. It's all female. All female uh, bank robbers and hikes. Cast them including Rihanna, Sandra Bullock, Kate Be- uh, uh, Blanket, Anne Hathaway, and Helena Carter. So just imagine with that, especially with Sandra Bullock being, I think, uh, the uh, preview I saw, she was like, uh, what was that TV series, uh, Leverage? She is like the grifter of, from that team, basically, for the way it kind of looked like to me. So, gotcha. Yeah. I, I think that one with all women and especially in Hathaway's uh, input with her uh, acting skills and stuff, and especially with uh, Helena Carter. Dude, she's, she's freaking uh, cinema gold anyway as it comes with all her Harry Potter series and uh, doing the uh, movie with uh, Johnny Depp. Uh, what was it? Where they uh, uh, sang and killed people. The, he was a martyr. Yeah. Done a little musical. Uh, Sweetie yeah. Todd. Yes, thank you. Her doing that's probably going to be... All of them put together is probably going to turn out to be a pretty awesome movie. I will have to admit. Well, I... Uh, <laughs> this is where me and the Mountain Man are going to... Uh, from each other. I have absolutely no desire to see this. Um, 
I'm getting uh, I'm getting a little sick of this trying to switch these roles and reboot these films and television shows and switching everything about characters everything about characters um do i think a heist movie featuring women is a bad idea absolutely not do i think taking a franchise based on an old what was it frank sinatra was the original ocean um yes taking a franchise like this and completely revamping it and changing the characters into females i think that's just hollywood catering and maybe it'll be good i don't know i'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of, of like i said the ocean movies i love the first one after that i you know they just kind of dropped off um i hope for these ladies sakes it does well i haven't seen sandra bullock at anything in a while um but yeah for me no desire whatsoever uh yeah no it's just yeah no <laughs> But I hope it does well for those that are fans. I would hate for fans of that franchise to go out there and be disappointed. Right, right. My three is another sequel. Um, I was curious as to how the first film was going to go because uh, it was based on a television show from the 80s that I absolutely loved. Now, it featured an actor that I absolutely love, and I was not disappointed it held on to everything from the television series, but boy, did it take it a step or two beyond. And that was the equalizer. And on uh, July 20th, Denzel Washington is back for the equalizer too. And I tell you what, based on the previews that I have seen, the trailers I have seen, the violence is stepped up. And that's just pimp. I love a good violent movie. I don't care. Okay, I don't care about people's morals and how they feel about all that. I don't care. I love a good violent film. And this looks like it's just going to explode from where the first one was. I am really, really stoked to see that movie. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. All right. Did you give me... Your number three was Ocean's 8, right? Yes, sir. All right. Then I believe... Am I up again or are you up? Uh, went first on that one, so you're well, good. It's on me. Okay, number two, still a sequel. Um, the original was not the first time we saw this character, but it was the first time we saw this character correctly. Um, the same guy that played the character in an earlier movie fought long and hard to get it made, and to get it made correctly. Because, well, I'm just going to say it as Deadpool 2. Um, I, I forget which X-Men it was. I don't know if it was X2 or X3 of that original series before we got to the young guys, the Days of Future Past uh, cast. Well, Ryan Reynolds played Deadpool, and it was ridiculous. His arms were actually the swords, and his mouth was like sewn shut or some weird shit like that. It was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. And he fought long and hard to get Deadpool made. And right. what a breakout hit that was. Such a good movie. Absolute hilarity all the way through. It was vile. It was vulgar. It was gory. 
It was everything that Deadpool and the graphic novels and comics is. Yes. I cannot wait to see this sequel. This comes out, uh, it actually dropped yesterday, May 18th. We're recording Saturday the 19th. Every preview I've seen has just been hilarious. You know, that chick's like, I'm lucky. That's not a superpower. <laughs> you know, wow. He's, he's absolutely brilliant. His delivery is right on point. I cannot wait to see this. I cannot stress enough how much I cannot wait to see this fucking movie. Um, it's a shame because Lady and I like to watch Deadpool, but I've got to watch it with her because I know where the parts are that she cannot be around. You know, I know that there's right. that one scene is a good 10 minutes of nothing but fucking that I've got to have her out of the room for. Because I'm certainly not going to turn it off because that chick is hot. <laughs> uh, what, what is it? Happy Merry Christmas. Happy uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, it's, it's everything. Halloween and everything. It's like a whole year's worth of fucking going on in that 10 minute scene. <laughs> The, the funny part is, they actually went as far as him getting screwed. Happy Women's Day. Oh, my God. Wasn't that funny? Just relax. Just relax. Nope. 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 I cannot wait to see this sequel. Um, the previews look absolutely amazing. Uh, everything I have heard has just been absolutely praising this film. I, I cannot wait to see it. Uh, I don't know that I'll go to the theater and see it. Uh, Jen and I actually went and saw, not my ex-girlfriend Jen, actually went and saw Deadpool on Valentine's Day um, after drinks and dinner. It's not the movie we were supposed to see, but because the dinner took so long to get to us, the movie we were going to see was another two hours away from starting again, and Deadpool's about 15 minutes, so we ended up seeing that and laughing our asses off and having a great time. Cannot wait right. for this movie. Cannot wait. What's your number two? Well, ladies and gentlemen, you all are going to officially hear Bushy cringe. You're going to hear him cuss. You're going to say, really? He is going to give me hell on this movie. Director J. Chadenheiser with producer Richard Carlero, where I got Meow from. Oh, and fuck. I said, Skitter Pow Meow Meow. I'm going to have to run with release April 20th of this year, the second coming of Super Troopers 2. Ugh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> now look, <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to say this. I don't hate anybody for liking this movie. <laughs> uh, the original Super Troopers. What I am going to say is how the fuck do people like this movie I, I i guess i don't get it but you know what i don't like the trailer park boys either and, and people praise that stupid show i i don't get it personally <laughs> <laughs> what what the hell is the plot for this one was there a plot in the last one uh yeah there there was the last one they were running around busting people uh doing all their normal stuff but this one, they were fired from their previous shenanigans. Because they're uh, because it sucks so bad. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, Thorny, Farba, Farva, Rabbit, and Foster, and Mac, I'll get a shot at redemption from Captain O'Hagan and Governor Jason 
to actually do, join law enforcement with a French-Canadian town that is transitioning to U.S. sovereignty. <laughs> oh, my. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so and let me guess, mustache jokes abound. Patrol. Yeah, they're turning from Highway Patrol to uh, uh, Canadian Mountie. Good Lord. <laughs> ah, well, there, there's no accounting for taste. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Leslie Nielsen movies, for Christ's sakes. No, um, I, I, I know this is highly anticipated, or was. I, I didn't hear how it did at the box office. Um, but I, I know a lot of people that loved the first one. Um, they were super stoked. Box office. Huh? Box office twenty twenty box office twenty eight point three million. <laughs> yeah, so it did about how I thought it should. <laughs> um, which is funny because I know a lot of people that loved that first movie. Maybe it's a matter of look, I'm not gonna go pay to see this shit, but I'll red box it, you know, a dollar. <laughs> do you do y'all have red box down there? Yes, we have red box. Seriously? Do you think we're so uncultured we don't have a freaking red box now? Hey, hey, it's not a, it's, it's, it's not about culture, okay? It's about electricity. <laughs> oh, motherfucker, I promise you, we got electricity. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking... Yeah, you want to know where... Le- yeah, I'll go ahead and... Yeah, I'll go ahead and uh, go to your your way of thinking. If we've got we've got a water wheel down here in the river, that's where water and power come from. We have to go dig a trench to go shit in, and our form of cooking's in a wood stove. There you go. You happy? Nice, nice. Bake me a pizza, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, wood fire pizza's the shit. <laughs> the fire pizza is the shit I will admit but. oh god uh. okay Super Troopers 2 you know none of your movies are upcoming they've all been already out yeah no one of them is not out yet uh, Ocean's 8 is not out yet that's not till June 20th okay true story true story what's your what's your number one my number the one the thing you're most excited you? to see out of this entire summer of movies you're number two, brother. I'm going to have to run with my number one being Deadpool. <laughs> nice. Nice. You know, I am not going to argue with that because after all the praises I just sang about the first one, how could I argue that uh, that point with you? Right. Well, here's a question because I wanted to carry this conversation along about it anyway so we don't cut 100% short. Who else, in your opinion, could do Deadpool better than Ryan Reynolds? Oh, that is... So far, I haven't seen anybody, but if you could think of anyone, would there be anyone else that could match him in the hilarity of being Deadpool? No, no, just because his timing is impeccable. Um, It's not like Batman, okay? Uh, You know, I grew up watching the reruns of uh, the old um, Adam West Batman. You know, the campy TV show from the 60s. Loved it. No one could ever replace him. And then I saw Michael Keaton play Batman in the 90s. And I thought, oh my God, this shit's great. And then he only did two movies. And then you got Val Kilmer. And I was like, oh boy, this is going to suck. No, I even liked Val Kilmer. And then George Clooney. 
Now, I will say George Clooney, I did not like as Batman, but I loved as Bruce Wayne, if that makes any sense to you. But the point I'm trying to make is you can change who plays Batman. I mean, what do they do? They cast a chin, basically. Um, right. I loved Christian Bale. I thought him growling was a little weird. But those movies and that trilogy were so... They were so powerful. They were so well done. They were so dark and gritty. It was hard not to like it. Um, now, The Dark Knight, Heath Ledger stole the film. You know, best Joker ever. Best Joker ever. Right. But Christian Bale did a good job. Now, we insert Ben Affleck. I was like, oh, boy, I don't know. Because while I didn't hate the uh, Daredevil movie as much as a lot of others did, I didn't think it was great, you know what I mean? And you just think, okay, once you have one failure, and it was a lot a, a, a lot of the same feelings when I heard that Ryan Reynolds was playing Deadpool, A, because of the shitty goddamn presentation we had in that X-Men 3 movie, right. B, because of the Green Lantern. It was just garbage, you know what I mean? It was, it was not well done. Ben Affleck, right now, after having seen him in two films, you know, Batman versus Superman and uh, Justice League, I'm a Ben Affleck, I'm a Batfleck fan. I could not see anybody else playing Deadpool other than Ryan Reynolds. Because A, like I said earlier, that comedic timing is just impeccable. And B, nobody has fought so hard to bring a character to the big screen, as Ryan Reynolds did, was wanting to get uh, a, a a Deadpool movie made. Right. Just, no, man, I, I'm with you. No, Ryan Reynolds, that's Deadpool. Now, ask me this 20 years from now when they have another one. Who knows? There's guys that say that, you know, only Sean Connery's James Bond. Well, fuck, I like Daniel Craig playing him. You know, what do I know? Right. No, that's a, that's a great number one. Um, my number one... I'm going to find a way to go see this in the theater, and there's a reason for it. Oh, God. <laughs> do, do, do I need to go down and just uh, go ahead and start just putting my feet in the river and just kicking back? Because if this is what I think it's fixing to be, you're going to be on for about 20 minutes. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be on for 20 minutes, but I will say, I have seen every single film in this franchise oh, dear God. in the theaters... Since the original, now I was little and don't remember, but I know my mama and daddy took me to it. Since the original in 1977. Yeah, of course. Every single one I have seen in the theaters. Dropping next week, May 25th, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Holy shit. To see a young Han Solo, to see a young Lando Calrissian... To see a quote-unquote young Chewbacca, dude, you find out he's like 190 years old then in this, you know, uh, origin story, so to speak. You get to see, you know, me being a Star Wars nerd, you get to see Han Solo win the Millennium Falcon from Lando Calrissian, who was played in The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi by the great Billy D. Williams. Uh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Great cast. 
the only guy who I know is fucking Woody Harrelson. But come on, it's Woody Harrelson. How bad is this movie going to be? Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Lady and I, dude, if I have to hit the street corner and do some things that I'll never be proud of so that we can go and see this film in the theater. Oh, are you actually claiming you're going to do a National Woman's Day? Whatever the fuck I have to do (laughs) to go and see... Not man, I have not missed a Star Wars movie since 1977 on the big screen. <laughs> this, look, I've had a lot go on the last couple weeks. If I can't go see this in a theater, that might be the straw that broke the camel's back. Y'all might find me in the goddamn wacky wars screaming, you know, drooling. I couldn't see Star Wars. I couldn't see Star Wars. <laughs> that. Or you hear about me swinging from my goddamn porch. I have got to see this on the big fucking screen. I watched Star Wars, at least one of the movies. And, yeah, I have them all. I have them all. From the original of 1977 all the way up to The Last Jedi. Everything in between. I've got them all. I watch at least one of that franchise every fucking week. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And did I mention... I cannot fucking wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we got that. <laughs> What's your number one? Because I know it's not going to be nearly as cool as fucking Solo. Uh, just done number one, Deadpool, Peckerhead. Oh, really? Three beers and I can't remember that? What the fuck? What? Damn it, man. Hey, look, uh, I've had a rough couple of weeks and I haven't been drinking, but I've been taking these medications, so it... it it really okay, messes up okay. my memory. That's, I, I hate that because my memory already sucks. Now I, now I have a medication doing it. Okay, okay. I'll at least give you that. All right. Well, since we have officially went through our top five movies we want to see, if anybody's got any input or anything on anything that they want to see, go under our comments, go under our reviews. Heck, throw some ideas out there. Let us know what y'all want to hear and talk about. But I do have a topic of conversation I want to bring up to you, Bushy, if you do not mind. Well, I tell you what, I don't mind, but let me pause you for a second. Okay. If you go to comment, don't do it on the on the Podbean page because we can't read them. I can't see them. I don't. I don't know how the fuck you figured out how to see one because you were telling me off air that uh, my daughter left a goddamn comment on the Podbean page. I don't. I yes. don't know how you saw it. I'm going to have to go back to that episode. Uh, which one was it? Uh, it's just under our general comments. Whenever you pull it up on your mobile, it will say comments one. And yeah, I, I I don't have it on mobile, brother. I do everything on my laptop. My my phone, by the way, is dead. It won't take a charge. Oh, dead, dead. Yeah, dead, dead. I, dead, I got a new battery today. It finally came in. I put it in. It was at forty one percent because you know how when you get a battery, it's already got some charge. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. went to plug it in so I could bring it up to a hundred. Nah, player. That motherfucker's dead. It won't take a charge. Uh-huh. Um, before we get into uh, your topic of conversation, mm-hmm. uh, are there any honorable mentions? Anything you want to see, but it just wasn't in your top five? Let me see here. Let me run back through my little bit of a list. All right, good. You, you had me scared da, 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 there because uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought I lost you. No, no, no. I have, I have a list. I'm prepared. I'm a little bit more prepared, Mountain Man, than what I used to be. Uh, I promise. Yes. We uh, we are constantly getting better at this. It's almost like we know what we're doing now. 
just a little bit, right? Uh, one of my honors. Go, go through a ball. We're just going to whip them off real quick. All right, I'm going to whip them off. Uh, this one, Hotel Transylvania 3. Nice. Uh, Aquaman. Nice. That's not summer, uh, but yeah. Mission Impossible. Say that one again. Uh, I lost you. Impossible Fallout. Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay. Uh, Annihilation, Hereditary, and The Equalizer 2, that major name. Okay, okay. I uh, I know a couple of those. The others I don't. Um, I have like four here that I'm kind of stoked for. Uh, Disney's Christopher Robin. I'm a huge Disney fan. I liked Woody the Pooh back in the day. Comes out August 3rd. I'm stoked for that. Also, Mission Impossible Fallout on the 27th of July. I'm a big Tom Cruise fan anyway, even though I know, you know he's batshit crazy. I do love his movies, and I love the Mission Impossible franchise. Uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I thought I was burnt out by Jurassic Park. Jurassic World has been a much better telling of that series. Um, the first Jurassic Park, great. After that, Lost the Magic. Jurassic World, a lot better. Um, and then Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out July 6th. I just think that looks fun. I think, uh, think Ant-Man's a fun character, so I, I'm really looking forward to those. Um, before we get into that other topic of conversation, why don't we get into some more music? Fantastic. All right, what do you want to hear? Well, I'm going to quote this song on the fact of me being me on how much I've grown in the podcast world. I'm going to have to go with, uh, and you can say his last name correctly because I never can uh, Leo, what? Oh, hold on. I got I got to back my ass up here. Uh, Maraccioli. Thank you. Uh, the only rap song that me and my wife ever listened to blasting in our vehicle, the metal version, and this is describing the mountain man, sexy, and I know it. Okay, and, and after that, you're going to hear Hank Williams Jr., The American Way, and by the way, just remember, bitch, I won the poll. Here you go. When I walk on by, girls be looking like Tammy Fly. I pin to the beach, walking on the street from every movie. Yeah, this is how I roll. Animal print pants out of control. It's rainbow with a big afro. It's like Bruce Lee rock at the club, yo. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Uh-uh, over now. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Uh-uh, over now. When I walk in the spot, this is what I see. Everybody stops and they're staring at me. I got fashion in my pants and I ain't afraid to show it. Show it, show it, show it. 
If you fly in from Birmingham, you'll get the last gate. If you flew in from Boston, though, you sure won't have to wait. And I'm learning a little more every day about the power of the dollar and the people with white collars and the good old American way. I've noticed I don't get much help when they see my blue jeans. Some slick with the suit walks up, oh, can I help you please? Yes, I'm learning. As I gain a little age. White collars and the good old American way. All right, so I know we've just been playing music and I haven't commented on it, but I love that song, The American Way, and it's going to piss some people off. There's this line in there that absolutely cracks me up. He says, uh, some high society lady says, it's your horse outside. No, ma'am, he's between my legs, but you're too fat to ride, and you're learning a little more about my ways. <laughs> right. Love that. Think it's hilarious. <laughs> Is it horrible to say? Absolutely, but absolutely funny. What did you want to talk about, brother? Well, before I go into that little topic, I've got to explain this. While during that little music break, I ended up hearing my mother holler across the house when I stated sexy and I know it. Oh, my God. And Mountain Lady going, Jesus Christ, he's getting cockier every day just like his driving. So, <laughs> of course, I had to make my wife and my mother smile on that little comedy. Nice, nice. Uh, anyway. if, I, if I'd have known ahead of time what you were playing... Um, I would have played uh, Brett Michaels' cover of Bring It Sexy Back. <laughs> 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 that would 
that would have just been hilarious. I love the diversity right. of music here. <laughs> oh, exactly. Um, topic of conversation, how many people, because uh, I, I just wanted to bring this up, on our one-year show, that was the last show we done before this one, I do believe, correct? Yes. How many people has contacted you about our show or just mentioned it at all? To me, nobody. 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 Okay. And it's not, it's, on Podbean, it doesn't have a lot of downloads. And like I said, on iTunes, the uh, Creaker review is the one that's doing the best. Uh, this one has got maybe four bars on it out of the 10 or so that are on there to you know describe the popularity because you can't see numbers on iTunes. But no, nobody's gotten a hold right. of me on that. Okay, well, it got brought to my attention by quite a few friends on Facebook uh, seeing City running around, uh, people talking to him about it that he's got li- that listen to that episode a little bit and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've got to know your honest opinion on the joke that I ended up pulling on him where you laughed so freaking hard that you couldn't hardly breathe. Oh, now I've got to try to. How many. Where I told him that uh, we were acting as fake as his ex-baby mama used to do. Yeah, and what was it you said exactly? Because I'm having a hard time remembering that joke. Remember, I just went through a lot last week. I went as seeing the baby mama used to do, faking it. Yeah, that was funny. Now, what, now what's the question? How... Well, you said nobody's gotten a hold of you. Do you know how many people has come to me laughing hysterically saying, oh, my God, I cannot believe you all actually said that, done that, or anything. I've had so many people come up and say a random little little spats at each other is just comedic gold on this show. Has anybody come to you and said anything like that at all? Uh, Here in the, the year and a little bit we've been doing this now. Not a whole lot. Um, we have a, a, a newer listener maybe. Maybe you know him. I just got to know him. James West loves our show. Um, I don't know if I know him from Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. I don't know how I know this guy. I know that he loves our show. And I know that he says that, uh, that, that we are funny. Um, that that was probably your shining moment. And, you know, thank God sin could take it because that was fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll admit, I was being a little mean. Well, I, I've noticed with us, because we was talking then about how much we grew a little bit. Let's 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 focus on that a little bit. How, how much can you tell with yourself from day one to now? That we've grown in being able to carry on conversation, including jokes, and just being able to entertain—is it improved? Has it disimproved? Oh well, it's it's well, uh, it's it's absolutely improved. Um, because when we started this, I mean, I had done a well, one or two guest spots. I, I had guested on a Rock and Metal Combat podcast. I had been doing my radio show for a little while, and I guested on the Terrence Reardon Experience, which has changed to the Terrence Reardon and Friends audio-visual experience. I believe it's only on YouTube. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, we, we've grown an awful lot. Uh, me, personally, the editing has grown a lot. When you go back to uh, you know our first few shows and it was just constantly stuff underneath us, 
and I had to crank the volume up on the vocals a lot. Um, I, I, I've learned how to split the audio, you know, insert music, which is what you hear throughout this all the time. But we've also learned how to riff off of each other because I think we may have forgotten that. I've been out of the PlayStation game for a long time now. So that interaction, that daily interaction we used to have all that time ago, mm -hmm. you, you kind of lose. And when you come to this, at first it's all about, well, we got to put on a show. And I think right. that's kind of what it was at first is, you know, I was being the bushy character and you were being the mountain man character as opposed to being bushy the person because bushy is a person and the mountain man is a person those are just names we've been given or we've given ourselves you know what i mean right but they are who we are i mean i don't know about you but uh at my job where i was working they would call me bushy that's just something that people have latched onto. that's what they call me hell one of the guys from work today Posted on my Facebook page, Nate Atchison, Bushy. Just saying hi is all he was doing. That's all he posted. Right. Nate Atchison, Bushy. You know, I, I think that we have gone from trying to be characters to embracing that this is just who the fuck we are. We like to have a good time. And we've learned how to riff off of each other. Uh, well, if you remember, we I told you beforehand I was trying to decide who I wanted to do that, that joke on. He hadn't been here in a while, so I knew we had to give him hell. Sure. But how would you how would you have took it if I'd have told you your ex baby mama was faking it? I, I gotta know. I gotta know. How would you have literally took that? <laughs> I would have still laughed hysterically and said, "Well, duh, obviously, because she's out there fucking other guys for drugs." <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Which is a well, which is a horrible thing to say. Horrible thing to say. True, true. Well, I got told by my boss the other day, I was letting both my bosses, my captain and sergeant, hear the episode. Literally my captain was almost in tears laughing his butt off and my sergeant, he's like uh fifty seven <laughs> years old. But he's as jokative as we are to a point, but dude, I've never heard somebody rewind that part so much. He said that I went from being serious to explaining. He said if I had kept on going afterward, it would have been even more comedic gold. But he said right then and there, we're seeing interrupting going, wow, wow, and you just dying. Yeah. He said that was one of the best spots that we could ever had in a long time. And I, I started looking back. We used to do that a lot, and we still do. But it's kind of hard for me and you to rip on each other as much as we used to do sin. I have noticed that. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he, he was kind of our punching bag. Um, but he made it easy. <laughs> this is true. You know, and, and, and sin, I know you listened. I love you, but you, you, you made it easy. Um, yes. And it, it, it was a lot of fun having him back. I, I felt bad when I went back and listened to that show. Because I always go back and listen. I mean, I know I tell you that I've heard it, you know, three or four times while I'm editing. Uh, but I hear it in snippets because, you know, I'm slipping music in, you know, I'm taking shit out. Um, I, I felt bad because there was a couple times where he was he was basically asking for a seat back. And I, and I, sh yeah. and I, and I shot it down. I, did, I just, no. 
you know, and, and, I, and I did it politely, and I'm going to tell you, I stand by that, and I stand by he can come back and sit in with us. Um, uh, uh, apparently, he's going to come back, and I've got to interview uh, or, or review, rather, Kurt Cobain, which sucks. I, I've got to light up a shotgun sound because I'm going to play that fucker all the way through because I hate that goddamn band. <coughs> but what you and I, I have done... I, I'm sorry, I stepped on you. What? I said I couldn't agree more. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking horrible. But what you and I have done since we had to, because if you think about it, we had to. We used to have the guy uh, that you know, it was easy to joke on, it was easy to hit real quick, you know, go to him, you'd have a joke. Because he, he just made it easy. That's just his personality. And I know he could take it. I you know, I, I he's always been a good guy. He's still our friend outside of here. I mean of y'all are still playing, you know, y'all still gaming, you know, we still talk. We're still friends. It, it was just it it was it was a comedic bop bag, so to speak. And with him leaving, we had to pretty much revamp what we were doing and it still took us a little while. You know, I, I think the realest we got with him being gone was when uh, uh, the podfather Ken Mills came on because yep. he put us both in check and he didn't do it by commanding the mic. He did it by how he speaks on the mic and his personality and his charisma and actually toned us down. And yep. I love that. And it's really shown, you know, all those episodes since then. Now, obviously, when you have certain guests on, you're going to, you know, respond in a certain way. Uh, when Wadzilla was on, it was a very boisterous episode. Um, right. When Dr. Fuck was on, well, you were fangirling out, so we can't even use that as, uh, you know, as an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think, we've, I think we've come a long way. I think we've learned an awful lot. We're obviously growing. That's the thing I like the most, is that we're obviously growing. We're getting new fans. We're getting new listeners. Let's call them listeners, because we're just fucking people. You know, you're a hick from the mountains. I'm a hick from the, you know, from, from, from uh, you know, the city of North Carolina, I guess you could say, because Greensboro's not a small town. And I wasn't even born there. That's just where my family's from. They're, they're from just outside of Greensboro. Um, my favorite part of the country, as I said in that anniversary show, is, you know, the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia, you know. Um, we're just a couple of rednecks that like to have a good time, but it doesn't mean we're stupid. It doesn't mean we're racist, and it certainly doesn't mean that we can't learn and grow, and I think we have really, really done this on this show. Yes, for sure. For sure. Even though we both kind of hiked up our girl panties on Calming Down, but yeah, yeah, you're right. We, we, we've grown quite a bit than what we were. Well, think about it, uh, girl panties. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Since we hyped up our girl panties, we're, we're getting more listeners. Um, and I, I think some of the fun is going back and listening to some of those old shows. Uh, I, I'm still so tempted to take away those first few episodes uh, that I was just on my own doing a strictly record review show. But at the same time, people see, like, they'll see a Kiss review and they go and listen to it, which bumps our numbers up. So, fuck it, I'm just going to leave it. But no, I, I think we're still entertaining. I think we're still funny. You know, we have great opinions on stuff. A lot of people won't agree with them, but fuck them. I don't care. Uh, Granny Claude just uh, whispered across the house. She thinks we're full of shit. 
Well, that's what a podcast is. You, look, tell her to take her pills and go to sleep. <laughs> Did you hear that? He said, take your pills and go to sleep. <laughs> Love you, Granny C. She said, she, said, she, said, she said, don't worry, she'll take her crazy pills, but she ain't going to sleep. <laughs> oh, man. Great, 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 great discussion. I appreciate that. Well, man, you got anything to promote? Oh, Lord. Uh, uh, she she interrupted again. She said, but I love yins anyway. Yeah, we, we love her too. Now, calm down back there. We're in the middle of something. <laughs> I'm going to promote all movies. All movies out there. All movie genres. Any one of them that that anybody is thinking of going to see, don't want to see, go out and just catch a movie. Go out and spend time with either yourself, your significant other, with your daughter, with your kids, whatever. Go catch a movie and just relax. And that's one good thing about movies. You, you, There's some we all like, but there's some we absolutely hate and despise. Super Troopers 2, but... <laughs> Star Wars. So, My bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I mean, just just go out and remember, guys, uh, the movies and stuff is something to do to pass time and to be able to keep yourself entertained. Remember what all our entertainers are doing. They do all this stuff to entertain us. Yes, to give you escape. Absolutely. Exactly. So go catch a movie, whether you may not like it. You may or may not. You never know. Give a new movie a try. You wouldn't think you wouldn't watch just say you just to change up your opinion and be able to give an opinion on something instead of just sitting back and being in a little hole and just not saying a word. Yeah, that be that means Mountain Man's gonna watch a chick flick tonight. Bag. Uh, hey, that, <laughs> that is very possible because little DJ's out of the house and I've been eyeballing Mountain Lady. Over Woo! Brown chicken, brown cow. Uh, and she just screamed across the house, yeah, and you're shit out of luck. So that means Mountain Man's fucked and not in a good way. So oh, boy. Goes. Well, <laughs> there's always Star Wars. It's official. Mountain Man has been shut down by Mountain Lady on this show. There you go. You go get the pussy. That's okay. Me, me too. We're good. <laughs> oh. Well, I am going to promote that which I have been promoting all along. Um, Nashville Rocket Pod Expo 2, August 25th, Nashville, Tennessee. And, Mountain Man, I can finally announce it. Vinny. You can, you can finally announce it? Oh, my God. Please do. Vinny Vincent is going to be at Rocket Pod Expo 2. The man that saved Kiss, the pimp himself, is going to be at Rocket Pod Expo 2. He's uh, going to be signing autographs, taking pictures. He's going to be on stage with the Decibel Geek Podcast. Great Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro discussing in depth the making of Kiss Lick It Up. August 25th, Nashville, Tennessee. And this is where I beg. If you could donate anything, go to uh, GoFundMe slash RocketPod. 2018 or Rockin' Pod Expo 2018. I'll put a link in the. Uh, I'll put a link in the description of this episode. Let me write that down, Rockin' Pod link. <laughs> Rockin' Pod link. Yeah, 
donate, man. $10, if you want to go, $10 gets you in the door. $20 gets you in the door an hour early. Um, also, now this is really cool. They're giving away a guitar, raffling off a guitar. $10 earns you a 1 in 300 chance because they're only taking 300 um, um, donations for this guitar. It's signed by Lydia Lydia Chris. That is Peter Chris's wife. It's signed by Bruce Kulick. It's signed by oh Jesus, um, man, I, I I can't remember everybody that's signed it. If you're a friend of mine on my Facebook page, I know I've shared it there. I may have. And we have it on the plug. Okay, page. good. I was going to say I I think I shared it on both the group page and the like page. Speaking of that, all you fuckers on the group page. Will you please kindly move your ass to the like page so I can get rid of the fucking group page? Let's go to the like page. That's what I pay attention to because that's we can see the numbers, man. I can see all the action that's going on over there. But if you can find it in your heart to donate something to help this happen, look, they have to pay for the venue, and it's a much nicer venue this year than last year. Um, there's some podcasters that, frankly, cannot afford to fly themselves out and put themselves up. Podcasting does not pay. We pay. Okay, so it helps to uh, put them up for the night or the two nights that they're going to be in Nashville. It helps pay for the venue. If you could donate anything, if you can find it in your heart to donate to the Rockapod Expo 2, it was such a great event last year. Do it, do it, do it. I'll put the GoFundMe link in the description down below here on this uh, Podbean uh, site. Uh, if you're on iTunes, Go go to the go to the Facebook uh, like page, the plug like page, and uh, you will see the link in there. I, I should probably pin it to the top of the page, but that's what I want to promote. Rock and Pod Expo two. Um, they're constantly getting new guests. Um, I know I've mentioned before. Head from Corn is going to be there. Um, yep. The touring keyboardist for Kiss and several other bands is going to be there. Um, uh, Richard Wagner, I believe his name is, famous, famous rock and metal um, producer, you know, record producer, is going to be there again this year. Go check it out. Go. If you're in the Nashville area anyway, you should be going in the first goddamn place because I, I know they're getting all kinds of advertisement. Rock and Pod Expo 2 is definitely what I want to promote this week. Um... What I want to do right now, Mountain Man, we haven't done this in a while, and it's because I haven't been scripting this. And uh, this week I decided to go ahead and write everything out in order so that I can remember shit. Um, huh? We've got a couple promos. Uh, Terrence Reardon actually sent us a new one. He just updated I just got it today. That's going to be included in here. Uh, I've only got two. So you're going to hear Freeform Rock Podcast, Terrence Reardon and Friends, and of course a promo for my radio show right now. Hi, this is Mark Olden Taylor from the Freeform Rock Podcast, where we rock and roll all night and party every day. Come check us out on iTunes and Podbean. Thank you very much. Rock and rollers, if you want a podcast that kicks a lot of ass, make sure you check out the Terrence Reardon and Friends audiovisual podcast on YouTube. Every week, yours truly looks at a different classic rock or metal album that had a major impact on my life and also in the history of rock and roll in general. And I'm usually joined by a friend or two, and I cover everything from ACDC and the Eagles 
to Pink Floyd to Rush to The Who and everything in between. But there is no country music, no Tim McGraw, no Garth fucking Brooks, no rap, no Wu-Tang Clan, no fucking Jay-Z on the show because that shit is frowned upon with this rock and roll. So if you want a kick-ass rock and roll podcast, check out the Terrence Reardon and Friends Audiovisual Podcast. New episodes up every Tuesday exclusively on YouTube. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, the Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. All right, yeah, check that stuff out. Mountain Man. Anything else to discuss, sir? No, sir. That's all well and good with me for this week. Can't wait till next week. All right, me either. I got a, I got a lot of ideas we'll have to talk about later. Um, Mountain Man? Yes, sir. Final thoughts? Same as always. Stay sick. Take care of one another. Skitter pal, meow, meow. Mountain Man out. Beautiful. Motherfuckers. Bye, vital. We'll see you next week. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon I know. What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on the plug. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>